Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Trying not to score everything with about 30, 30 threes or something. Yeah, I mean, we kind of felt that. We kind of feed off that energy. This place is amazing. Like, I, I really love I really love Duke, and I love the atmosphere I'm in here. Mark Williams, beast mode. Paolo, first half, he had the cramping stuff. Fair enough. Beast mode. My bad, Russ. They didn't yeah, mean to cut you off there. Then we, I, 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 hope I thought it was me. I was going for it, and then Zion, like, <laughs> Zion storming the court on my comment there. Jesus I, Christ! I, I didn't mean to do that. That was, that was a mistake. Jesus but, uh, Christ! Um, you know, I guess I'm giving yeah. that for that. I'm giving the uh, <laughs> the rain, the sad rain for everything. <laughs> oh man! Oh boy! Got to mute my notifications first and foremost because. These people are being corny about the uh, storm in the court. Um, but yeah, man, crazy cast. We back another episode. Um, we'll talk about the game, but it's kind of hard to focus on the game right now um, because of you know the circumstances of Kyle Filipowski getting hurt during the court storm. Um, but yeah. Uh, before the loss, I guess what, what is what's going through your minds right now as Flip uh, is in the locker room. Russ, go ahead. You had a good analogy or analysis. Yeah, um, you know, I think that we don't know how serious it is. So you know, uh, it's hard for me. It's it's easy to fear the worst, right? It's very easy to be very concerned and fear the worst. But we also don't know that it's going to be the worst. It's more just this shouldn't happen. Like, I, obviously, I've got a bunch of morons in my mentions talking about how it's Flip's fault for taking a sweet time leaving the court. If you watch the replay, they're running on the court the second it hits point zero. Like, the second it hits point zero. There was no opportunity to get off the court unless you performed. Unless you wanted him to never take the court in the first place in those last 2.8 seconds, which is completely insane. So uh, I would beg people, even people who hate Duke, to use just a fraction of human empathy for two seconds uh, and just think about the fact that maybe this kid might be badly hurt. Somebody in the comments is saying John just said it was a sprain. Uh, I mean, even if it's a sprain, it's unacceptable. Uh, we almost had... Caitlin Clark injured badly uh, in a court storm earlier this year. The discourse was crazy. Uh, obviously, if Kyle misses any time at all, then uh, the discourse is going to be crazy-er. It's going to be absolutely nuts. And, you know, it's been looming on the horizon that court storming is either going to end or, in my opinion, the obvious answer, you put security there, rope it off, let the teams clear, then let the players, then let the fans storm the court. So easy. It, it doesn't take much. We've seen guys do this before. We've seen uh, schools do this before, right? They give the team 20 seconds to leave or whatever, and then they storm the court. 
It's not hard. It's very, very easy. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely coming. If uh, I can't imagine that the discourse will let up at any point. And even if court storming continues after this because Flip's not seriously injured, please God, let's hope that that's the case. Somebody will get seriously injured at some point during a court storm unless they do delays. You know, so just delay it. It's still going to be fun. They're still going to get to run out there. They're still going to have a great time. I stormed the court in college at Duke. It was a great time. You know, delay it. It's or it's going to be done away with because someone's going to get really hurt. Yeah, it's not that difficult. And it's, it's tough watching this video back. Uh, the one that you're watching are showing their Zion with. You can just see the rage and siren. I think Neil's eyes when when they're trying to help off. Literally, they're an all-American player off the court. I mean, look at Shire there. Look at Neil just screaming like. Yeah, I think he says, get the F out of here. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous that there can't just wait till the players get off the court. Um, I have no issues with, with court storming, kind of like you said, but if I, I don't know how you could call it a, a sprain. I, I'm trying to find wherever that tweet was or who said it about, oh, Flip sprained his ankle. When are we going to ban store? court stormings is what John said. He goes, I don't want to take away from the game that Wake played. When I played, it was 10 seconds, and then they would run on the floor. Flip just sprained his ankle, guys. I mean, that, that. I mean, depending upon if it's a high ankle, low ankle, how bad it is, that could be season-ending. Could be uh, out until March. It could be a week. It could. He could be back next game, which I I doubt that at this point. But like, ankle sprain could mean so many different things. This is not good. Not good for Duke. It was. They played a great game today. Credit to Wake. It was. It was a good game all around. Duke had some defensive lapses, but like all in all, this team fought. And then to have this happen to a player that. <laughs> We just can't be without when it comes to the end of the season. Um, not not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, I don't get this comment. It's on flip just as much as Wake. It's in, um, I have so many people in my mind. People are claiming he should have been running off the court or shouldn't have been in that part of the court. No, it's not his problem to get he, – he, as a player, he's entitled to be on the court a million times more than any fan is entitled to be on that court. He should have ample amount of time to get off the court, especially when it's still a couple seconds left. It's just absolutely ridiculous to, to have that comment. Yeah, and, like, just, just the fact that Duke actually ran a play uh, in order to get the ball to flip in the middle of the floor. Not that I agree with that. I feel like if you want to put put blame on flip, uh, put blame on Duke, I'd blame it on Shire more than flip, you know. And that There's no blame. I'm not blaming um, anybody on Duke. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't. There's fans but, on the court. Not a, not a player or coach's fault. At the same time, at the same time, like, there's going to be have to be something done. Unfortunately, you know, you know, cause basketball people love store corners, but if, if flip is truly hurt and this is going to be an injury that, you know, affects our season, um, especially the home stretch of the season, like there's a chance that this can alter Duke's entire NCAA tournament. Um, and that would have to come with rules that would have to come with something the lay the law being laid down, maybe banning court storming in some fashion. Um, but there's just there's just no excuse for a player getting hurt during this situation. And, you know, um, and I don't, I don't mean come. to make it seem I don't mean to make it seem like if it was somebody else, it wouldn't have mattered as much. But it, it does matter the fact that it's like it's Duke star player, preseason All-American, like an absolute anchor to this team. Uh, it, it doesn't matter who it is, but just the fact that it, it is flip, I feel like does make this 10 times worse. And 
and something will have to be done. The ACC is going to have to come up with something by by Monday morning. Um, Guys, and- I want to not to cut you off, Ryan. Uh, Connor O'Neill uh, uh, is reporting that John Shire said in the presser that Caleb Foster also got hurt at some point in the second half, uh, saying it was an ankle injury. Uh, I did notice we didn't see any of Foster. Yeah, he was playing. He was playing pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know where he got hurt. Um, but yeah, that's also in the reporting. Fun! What a great season! So fun and great. <laughs> you know, it's it. Yeah. It really is like just when it rains, it fucking pours. We can't like you know. Mark Mitchell misses time. Proctor misses time, and then he misses time again for a concussion. Roach uh, misses a game. Uh, Foster with an ankle injury misses you know most of the second half of that game. Uh, Flip might be hurt. I mean, like where uh, obviously Reeves uh, and shoot both had to get surgery. So depth that they could have theoretically provided goes out the window. I mean, like what in the world? (laughs) Who did whose karmic cornflakes did we fucking piss in, you know, to have this many injuries to this many players? Uh, Luckily, like not many of them to the main core contributors have been, you know, serious, but man just like wouldn't it, it, it it's not just because it hurts in individual games it just hurts the chemistry long term if you can't play more reps on the court together with the guys that you want in the big games like over and over and over again like yeah it sucks. Uh, it's it's um and even back to because ryan um back to your point of them storming the court timing wise i definitely saw them on the court before the, the buzzer this tweet shows it i mean there was already mad people on the court when it was point one left. Um, yeah, just yeah. an ex- uh, unacceptable. Uh, imagine situation. letting them go through before the buzzer even sounds. Like I get a tenth of a second, sure, but the buzzer hadn't even gone on yet, gone off yet, and they're letting people on the court. Like, <laughs> asinine, dude! Absolutely insane. Fire everybody. Uh, that's nuts, dude. Nuts. Dude, yeah. God, this is this is also good. You can tell Shire's pissed. Connor O'Neill's got another, uh, he's at the presser. Uh, Connor said, this win, uh, Shire said about Wake, this win shouldn't validate them being in the tournament. If we bang in a three and win, what are we even talking about? Wait, who said that? Shire did. He did say that? Apparently. I mean, Connor's at the uh, press conference. He's the one reporting all these things. So, uh, oh, man. I mean, unless Connor, you know, mistyped a key word there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I think it's worth noting. First of all, obviously, well, we, hold, hold we, on real quick. I that's out of context. Absolutely has to be because he's saying that that they should have been. I think he's saying that as if they should have been in the tournament regardless. Not that this doesn't put them in. Maybe, but let me. I don't think me, Shire would would Shire would not give that much of a dagger comment. <laughs> I know, fair enough. But let me let me just address because people have been commenting for the last like week. Why isn't Wake in the tournament? Wake's obviously a tournament team. Wake's obviously a tournament team. Yeah, Wake was like, uh, I think coming into this game, 21st in Ken Palm. I mean, that's very, very good. Uh, And I think they had a top 30 net. I don't remember what it was, you know. Uh, But again, very, very good. The problem is their resume was not good. Like their resume, they coming into this game, they, if I remember correctly, were one in five against Q1 opponents. And four and four against Q2 opponents. That's five and nine with one Q1 win. That's not a 
tournament resume. Like I know that resume isn't the only thing that matters, but resume at the end of the day, we know that the NCAA tournament committee every year, they put in people with bad losses uh, and they leave because they beat big teams and they leave out teams that don't have bad losses because they didn't beat big teams. And so I'm assuming that all the people who were saying that as of this moment, Wake was not in coming into this game, that it was because specifically uh, they didn't have big wins. Now they have a big win, right? Now they're almost certainly in. And because of their Ken Palm and because of their net, they're they're not going to be like a play-in team. They're going to be like an eight seed, like a nine seed. You know, like the resume helps determine who gets in and then the predictive metrics help, you know, adjust seeding accordingly. So I, I still think they're going to be like an eight, nine seed. I, I thought they were going to get there anyway, even if we didn't, if they didn't win today because they had two more quad one opportunities. But like, uh, yeah, I think that people conflate being a really good tournament level team, which is definitely true with having a tournament level resume, which they didn't really have until today. And now they obviously do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when I look at that team, that team is a tournament team. I mean, they're as good as a tournament team and they were before this game. Yes. I I agree with that. They just needed a big win in order to lock up the resume. And now they have. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just look at, you know, just, their offensive ability, um, they have a star uh, who's definitely going to be eventually, I feel like he's going to be a lottery pick, especially play his way up there. Um, and he'll yeah, be a, he just, he'll be a first rounder. I think he'll go this year. And I don't, I don't know that it'll be a lottery this year. Maybe if he, he should stayed, be lottery. I, I think he'll be just a first rounder, but he'll, he'll, he should be lottery. That is my point. He, he has all the qualities of a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six wing with a 6'11", wingspan. I, I'm not his, disagreeing. His floor is a is a 3 and D guy, and that's valuable in a shitty draft. But anyway. Um, it is a bad draft. That would help. For yes. Sure. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we can move on for the draft. Um, but on, on the fact of Wake Forest, uh, yeah, that's a tournament team. And you just look, you know, how, how we played today defensively. We could not get a stop. You know, whether it was either we were going to die in the post or we were going to die on the perimeter. But either way, defensively, we were going to die. You know, um, I think offensively we played well enough to win. I don't see this as a bad loss. Like, really, I don't. Um, Wake Forest uh, at home has been great this year. I think they beat a lot of teams in the country at home this year. And I think for the most part – They were undefeated at home this year. (laughs) I I think for the most part – you know, I think we played well, and I and uh, for most of the game, especially with Roach and foul trouble. You know, all the foul trouble we had today, I thought we responded well to every punch. You know, even later when Wake took back a momentum in the second half, we responded. We came back, um, and eventually it was just going to be a game of who who throws the last punch and Wake threw the last punch. Um, couple turnovers down the stretch, you know. The Tyrese play, people are gonna, you know, harp on kill Tyrese, but you know, um, it was a bad. Well. Deci- it was a bad decision, and I think he played well today. You know, yeah. he played well today. Roach was great down the stretch. Roach had a key turnover down the stretch, but he was still great today. McCain had his moments. I mean, you know, it was yeah. just a, it was a great basketball game. Yeah, and 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 Duke Monty was mentioning me. He's he's calling me out here again. I you can play a good game and lose. Like you can play a good. 38 minutes and lose the game. I, I, I don't know where this is coming from. You obviously can. Like I, I, I'm not one for moral victories, but if, if there was ever a moral victory for this team, I feel like this was somehow it just because of the fact that 
they got punched in the mouth multiple times in this game on the road and still came back and took the lead multiple times. Honestly, the game at the at, uh, the last minute of the game when Roach turned it over twice in a row and then Proctor turned it over at the end, like that, if those two things don't happen, it's or three things don't happen, it's a completely different game. And I just think that um, the energy was there. The bounce back was there. There was never just slouching or anything. There wasn't – the only issue I had was uh, – uh, keeping leaving guys open on the three point line, obviously, and then we switched to zone, which I, I'm having a hard time like bashing these guys because I really am happy with. It. This was like the first time I was like, I'm happy with the way we played, even though it was a loss. Like it was just a tough game on the road. It is what it is. So I don't, I don't, I don't want to get into bashing everybody, but um, going to zone there made absolutely no sense. I know everybody's like, oh, they're in foul trouble, they're in foul trouble. Yeah, but they went to now. You're for sure leaving guys wide open on the outside and giving them a chance to do what they've been doing already, which was draining threes and making open shots. And so that part, it, it, he, he didn't go to it for very long. So it is what it is, but um, it was one possession. And then they get, and then they realized, Oh, that's yeah. That. We shouldn't exactly. do that. Duke played a good game. Wake Forest is a great team. They're a great team at home. Uh, as long as foster and flip are okay. Like I'm okay with this. Um, it just hurts because of what happened to end the game. And if, if Foster is actually hurt, that's, I mean, Duke has good guard depth, but Foster has been playing well. He shot the ball well today. Um, that would suck too. So I, yeah, I, I'm not one for moral victories, especially as like a, I'm a Minnesota fan. We lose all the time and we always talk about moral victories, but as a Duke fan, there's not many of them. And I feel like this one was an okay one for a moral victory. The team played well, just Wake Forest happened to have a really good night and it was at their place. And so hats off to them. We move on and we go smack Louisville on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm watching a video of a fan very clearly just like trying to hit Kyle Filipowski when he ran out in the slow-mo video. Fun. Um, that discourse is going to be great. So, uh, yeah, this is one of the two or three hardest games we had all year on the schedule. I mean, at Carolina being the hardest. And, you know, but playing the 21st ranked team on Ken Palm on the road versus playing Arizona, the fourth ranked team at home, I, I, I'd still say Arizona is a little harder, but like neck and neck at that point, because winning on the road is so goddamn hard. Uh, I thought we played well for the most part. Uh, the most important thing to me was uh, the response to physicality. I mean, this was obviously a very physical game. A lot of people were complaining about the foul calls, look, the, the two early fouls that Roach committed and the two early fouls that Mitchell committed were both fouls. Like, all, all four of them were obviously fouls. And they were the ones that I think really, unfortunately, uh, changed, you know, sort of the long term of how hard Mark could defend in particular. Um, so I'm not really that concerned about that. Plus, as we saw last year, we're going to play teams in the tournament that are going to play Duke this way. They're going to say in their scouting, Duke does not play uh, very many teams that just like go physical all the time. Every time they're going to dare the refs to call a bunch of fouls and they're going to play us this way. So Duke can't get down on themselves or look for foul calls in games like this. And I don't think they did. I thought they did a really good job of continuing to fight even through some frustration um, which is really encouraging for the long run. The inability to find three-point shooters uh, <laughs> on defense is something that has plagued Duke all year. It obviously hurt us really badly in a couple of key stretches today. Uh, the zone 
choice was uh, somebody tweeted at me that it felt like waving a white flag. And like, I, I kind of agree. It, it felt like a, well, nothing else is working. So let's just like try something else. Uh, and I just don't like that. People can talk all day about protecting flip. If somebody goes at flip, they're going to score two points. And, you know, I'm not a math wizard or nothing, but three points is one point more than two points. And Wake Forest is a top 25 three-point shooting team in the country, and they have guys who can create, you know, multiple guys who can create and create for other people and pass the ball. So zone was never going to work. I thought that was insane. Luckily, it was only one possession. And then just some bad turnovers down the stretch. Uh, You know, that's something that can happen. Uh, We have not played in too many games like this uh, as a team this season, uh, I wouldn't say. So, you know, it was unfortunate that two of them were from Roach, who has been in this position a bunch. Um, Wake, obviously, being a more physical team, stronger team, larger team, maybe that the size, you know, gave him a little bit of trouble in some of those situations, or maybe he felt – Maybe he felt the pressure of like, I'm the oldest, I'm the experienced one, I'm the one who's got to carry the team here. I, I don't know. I thought he played a good game beyond that and a, and a couple of defensive lapses here and there. Uh, I thought Roach was pretty good. Um, yeah, like like both of you have said, I think in general, we looked pretty good. Uh, I would have liked to see more Sean in a game like this. Again, just for size reasons. Um, I think that might've helped. Uh, but again, that's especially once Foster wasn't playing anymore, going big, they've got two big guys out there. The thing that was killing me was once Reed sat, you saw how, how good Duke looked when Reed sat. And then when Reed came back in, because they had Reed and Carr, both are so big. And then Mitchell had the foul trouble. It, it, it mucked things up for us. It really like messed things up. I thought that uh, the size then really killed us um, in some key places there. Uh, but a good game. And again, I feel as long as we're healthy, this is a, a game that is encouraging. As long as we're healthy. I, uh, so apparently it's a knee and not an ankle for flip. Yeah, knee, With, knee is worse. Yeah, knee is much worse. Knee is a lot worse. Um, Where do we see this? Because I've seen multiple tweets saying ankle. Um, I don't know. The comments are saying Flip said it's knee. Oh. So. Um, Flip told reporters it's his knee, not ankle. Yes, I'm seeing that right now. Yeah, Connor, Connor, who is there? Again, I'm just looking, shout out to Connor O'Neill, who's at the game, like covering, like, uh, and I'm just reading his feed right now. But yeah, he is saying that flips in. Oh, it's yeah. Then hopefully it's a bang knee. Like you said before we went live, Ross, hopefully it's just they bump, they bang knees, dead leg type thing. And if it's a spray, the, the only issue is if they did bang knees the fact that if it like popped it a certain way that could absolutely sprain it and not just have it be like a contusion or, or a bad bruise um if it was pushed one way then that's that's not good yeah I, i'm not I, because i can't see his knee in the video i i have no interest in like you know unpacking what it no i'm just like saying like from a seriousness level of like sure it's more uh, the discourse is obviously going to correctly be on they they shouldn't do this 
I mean, Anthony points out that he couldn't walk. Yeah, I mean, but if you bang knees with somebody, man, it fucking hurts. Oh, yeah. They're calling it a sprain. <laughs> it hurts oh, real my God. bad. Yeah, you uh, and, and also, if you're a guy who's seven feet tall, you probably also want to play it safe, right? Like, you're not going to, like, if you're banging your knee and all of a sudden your knee really is screaming at you, you're not going to put weight on it. Like, no. you're, you're going to be careful with it. You're very important to the team. So... Again, uh, you can see in the video, the video that I saw, somebody goes for him. <laughs> like somebody is clearly trying to mess with him on that video. And like that's, we, the, that's the sort of reason why you got to let the players leave, man. Got to let the players leave. Do we want to watch the Sire video? Uh, yeah, we should. Sure. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, but look, for me, it's I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. And I don't want that to take away from the game that Wake played. Because Wake played a big-time game, Salas was as good as could be today and and hats off to them but you look around the country and caitlin clark something happens and now flip i don't know what his status is going to be he sprains his ankle and it's one thing like when i played at least it was 10 seconds in the court you know you would storm the court now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off and they're they're running on the floor and this has happened to us a bunch this year um it's part of it i don't want this to take away at all from wake they earned it. They deserve the win. Steve is a hell of a coach. I respect the heck out of him and his team. They're, they're really good. And if this is an example that they need to be in the tournament, what are we even talking about? So I'll answer any questions. But for me, that's yeah, there's that comment. Yeah, there's you're right. You're right. Yeah. We need to learn from this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I <laughs> I hundred percent agree with everything you said. Uh, the we've had this done to us a bunch this year. <laughs> um, it's the heat of the comment, so I'm just it's just funny to me because it's like that's we don't want that to happen a bunch to us this year because that means we're losing games. But I get it. He made the right. I, I agree with him wholeheartedly, and 
Um, it's just a tough look, man. It's a tough look. And when he said back in the day, when I, he said when I played, we they waited ten seconds. What was that a thing back in back then? I don't remember that. I, being a thing. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I can't verify that. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you right now when we beat Raymond Felton's uh, UNC team at the very last second, and it was a total last second thing. My ass was absolutely on the floor within 10 seconds. I'll tell you that. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe by 2010, right? Like maybe maybe by then uh, they had put some safeguards in place. It's possible. Russ uh, is just unnecessarily aging himself right now. I, I am. Yeah, yeah. That was okay. that was that was at the very, very beginning of my time at Duke, to be clear. Uh, we, yeah. we got flip. We got flip. Hold on. Let's play this flip real quick. I thought you were about to say we're pulling in flip. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I felt a bunch of hits on my body. I, you know, I just, this one was the worst of them. Um, you know, so it's just, like I said, it's just really ridiculous of, of, of how, you know, that situation is handled. Did you feel like any of it was, was on purpose or was it incidental? I mean, if, I've already heard that there's some videos of, of you know, getting punched in the back. and um, So I absolutely feel like it was personal, um, um, you know, intentional for sure. You know, like I said, was, there's there's no reason where they see a big guy like me trying to work my way up the court and they, they can't just work around me. You know, there's no excuse for that. Um, so, yeah. He got punched? Uh, some guys, some guys clearly like move their arms to whack him. Yeah, I mean, like I saw the slow mo of it, and there's like a guy who runs out and kind of like does one of these, you know. Um, look, I, I think, I think there are a lot of really interesting ramifications uh, as people are putting in the comments. Can you charge a fan for assault on a player? I'm not a lawyer. I don't know that. But I know a school that has a lot of lawyers who might, who might consider it. Uh, let's say he got very badly injured and he ended up and it ended up hurting his draft stock, right? If he, let's say it was a really bad case situation, let's, let's pray to God it's not, that might cost him money. So can you sue a player? Can you sue a school? Or a, can you sue a fan? Can you sue a school? Look, I'm not saying he should do that. I, I And I'm not saying he's hurt. I'm not saying any of that. I don't know. But it raises interesting questions for the day that a big-name player does get seriously injured by a fan in a court storm. I think it raises a lot of very interesting legal questions. Drew, send me that video. DM me that video you're trying to send us. You can't click that link. Yeah, I can. Uh, Zion, I, I think I I think I have it here too. I can I can send it to you. Okay. Uh, let me um, look back so and find it. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, Flip didn't address anything about his interest, in, injury injury in that clip. But I, I will say, him talking about it, if, if 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 a Duke player is seriously injured or injured to the point where he has to receive treatment right after the game, he's not talking to reporters, and Flip is smiling a little bit about it. Not saying he doesn't like you can't smile through the pain, but like right. uh, it, it, seeing that makes me a little more optimistic as a fan. I don't know. He, the fact, like I said, the fact that he's talking to reporters and not just receiving constant treatment for whatever it is after the game to me is a good sign. Mm. Yeah, this. Uh, I, I I texted it to you, Zion. Okay, cool. Let's yeah. hope it's not is not anything injury uh, a serious of a serious injury. Okay, let me see. It's a it's slow mo. 
Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's in slow mo. It's gonna be hard to see on the feed, probably, unless people full screen it. Um, yeah, it's tough. I, I just watch on my phone. Yeah, it, when you like, when you have it on your phone, yeah, I mean, you can kind of see the conflict. The kid right? literally goes by him like that. Yeah, when you hold it up to your phone, like when you hold it up to your face like this, <laughs> <laughs> you can see there's there's some uh, there's some interaction there. Maybe I'll I'll politely uh, say right, like this guy right there. And then, like, even some of the other people running by. I mean, look, man. Oh, they're going to replay it on ESPN any second now for anybody interested. Oh, yeah. with, the big, uh, with the big three at the end after, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was hopeful there for a second. I didn't love – yeah, I didn't love that last play. But, like, also it's very clear that Proctor and Flip have great trust in one another. They run that two-game action a lot. Oh, wow, there's great footage on uh, – yeah, I just saw it. Oh shit! And Shire, fucking losing his mind. Listen, I don't want to go on my YouTube. Oh, I'm gonna rewind this. Let me see. Hold on, I'm gonna take video of this right now, and I'm gonna send it to you so we can play it on on the screen. Y'all keep talking. Yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, this is a situation where you gotta. Uh, you got you guys got to hope flip is good for where we play next to so Louisville. Louisville, yeah. I think that's a game. I, I hate to be like you know <laughs> downplay a team. I feel like that's a game you could rest flip. Um, you know, and- yeah, if there's ever a game in the ACC that like flip could miss <laughs> and we should be okay, that's probably the one at home too. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, he did hit that big three at the end of the game. Um, he has been struggling from three. I mean, overall this season, I think he just had big games. He's either going crazy from three or he, he's going to struggle. Um, we've seen that over year. Um, that little, shot at the end was big, though. Go yeah, ahead. little little concern. Like I said, I'm not going to – don't want to try to talk about the situation, but stuff that I, I'm curious on going forward because we're going to have bigger games than this and more games at the end that we're going to need crunch time guard play and um, – Roach and Proctor with the mishandles and just looking very panicky with the ball in those late seconds. And uh, that'll be interesting going forward to see if, if it switches up, who's bringing the ball off the court late in games um, just because of the, the Proctor situation where there was just a crowd around him and he threw it to flip and on the perimeter just didn't make much sense. And just looked like I, I tweeted out, it looked panicked, but I wonder if there'll be a change in, Oh, wow. I wonder if there'll be a change in who handles the ball at the end. Oh, do you have the, uh, the clip? I'm, I'm sending it to you right now. Uh, so, yeah, so maybe we got a uh, clear version, but this is from shout out to Drew. I guess you could see it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Someone did hit him in the back. Can you? Yeah. Is, so this guy definitely runs in front of him. Yeah, that guy reaches right here. What are you reaching? Like, wh- What are you trying to do there? I don't think he hit him that hard, but wh- what's your intent there? That's ridiculous. What's- but he did put – I mean, he did make contact when Flip was trying to avoid to this He guy. definitely pushes. Yeah. Yeah. I sent you a video that's a, a little better, Zion. Also, shout out to that manager. Not much. It's, that, it's, it's that manager is, shout out to that manager whoever jumped in right away and tried, was, was actively on his way out trying to get Flip off the court. That was – shout out to him. You sent me the video you sent yeah. yeah, I are you able to play it? Of uh, I send it. I just texted it directly to you. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, oh, I just took it off the TV. Yeah, <laughs> that was much clear. It is clearer though. 
Yeah, it's. I think it's still hard to tell exactly what happened. Um, but you can see the con, like you you can see him getting sort of spun around, him getting hit by people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can't hear Seth Greenberg right now, but he's making a very serious face. I'm sure he's talking about how court storming is bad. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, the uh, the turnovers that were really bad were the Roach turnovers. I, I think the Proctor flip miscommunication there. Um, again, that's a two man game they run all the time. When is that crowded though on that side? I'm just it, it was just like it was just natural. Of it was a, of a move. it was crowded. It was crowded. I think I think because we run the Proctor. Oh man, that's a really clear clip. <laughs> Somebody. Uh, the other thing. The other thing that I and. Uh, that I at the end there was when, and I get it, I, I get it in the moment. We Shire used that last time out, I think, a little too early. He used it after that flip three, I'm pretty sure. And I would have loved to have had it um, after the uh, the defensive possession to set up an offense and set up a play with nine seconds left. That would have been nice to have in that situation. All right. Um, Super clear, super clear video. They're now repeating it on ESPN over and over again of, yeah, a guy just like bangs knees. Knee on knee contact for sure, um, and then the rest of it is uh, kind of is just what it is. Um, but yeah, that first one they're playing it in slow mo on ESPN for anybody interested. Um, He's just a pinball machine when he's out there, man. Yeah, I mean, people saying he sold it, but like he bangs <laughs> knees. He bangs knees, like. Have you never banged a knee? <laughs> yeah. also, shout out, shout out Ryan Young too, running out there as soon as he saw Flip out there. I saw him come off. He ran off the bench there to come back out there, man. And yeah. Shire was fiery out there, dude. Yeah, like, as he should be, man. As he should be for sure. Like as he one hundred percent should be, but you know, all the same. Um, mm, yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I I don't know exactly what to make of it all, but uh, but I'll tell you this: uh, it's only a matter of time. It's only even if it's not this, you know, even if even if Flip's fine, uh, it's only a matter of time. Somebody sure. somebody at some point is going to blow an ACL or is going to uh, you know like sprain badly in mysterious time or be out for the season. Uh, because they made contact with a fan on a court storm. It's only a matter of time, unless they do something about it. Like, that's it. Yeah. Uh, it's not complicated. It doesn't, it's not even a Duke thing. Like, let's say Flip is fine. Let's say he's completely fine, you know, which hopefully he is. It, it's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Like, and and banging your knees fucking sucks. <laughs> not a fun feeling, man. It you can't put weight on it at all. Yeah, uh, it it hurts so bad. It might not be like serious. It might just be like a bruise. But man, I tell you what, when those two things connect, yeah, yeah, you feel yeah. you feel like grim death is approaching. It is <laughs> it is bad, man. Uh, so I don't blame Flip for being immediately uh, cautious, immediately upset. Um, you yeah. know, as it should be. You know, we've got people in the comments yeah. trolling still per usual. But yeah, I'm seeing that. I'm like, maybe we should let people get back to their Saturdays and uh, <laughs> everybody take a deep breath. 
No, yeah. it's this 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 is just a weird situation. Um, we expected to come on talk about. I'm sorry to the. I am sorry to the uh, the listeners online. I mean, listeners <laughs> I uh, that. That, that are not video uh, because this is more so a lot of reactionary stuff to you know what we're seeing on the timeline and you know the videos we're seeing. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, very unfortunate situation. And I don't know how it will affect Duke's future, but you know, you just hope that this is minor. And yeah. Just you know, that's the biggest thing. Just hope yep. that Flip is okay. You know, he's good to play. And you know, the NCA does something about it. But yeah. AJ, AJ in the comments says they can't control that many fans. Yes, they can, dude. I I've been to games where they bring out like the little yellow rope. You know what I mean? Like you've seen this at games where the security has like the tiny like yellow rope and they bust it out and they got a few cops out there or whatever. And also I'll tell you this, uh, somebody messaged me this. I don't know if it's true, but that, you know, there is a conference that finds the team uh, and like gives the money to the other team or I don't, I don't fucking know, but there, it's so easy for a conference to just say, Hey, if you storm the court before the other uh, team's players are off the court, it's a $500,000 fine. I'll tell you what, they'll have cops out there too sweet in a big game. They'll, they'll have them there. You know, yeah. if you make a financial incentive, then they will protect the players without fail, without fail. So not, not complicated, not hard. It's very easy to control. fans. also you can't control fans. Have you ever been to a Taylor Swift concert, dude? You know, there's not dudes running up on stage, uh, women running up on stage with Taylor Swift, and there's millions of these people. You know why? They got a bunch of cops there. And if you go up on the stage, you get in deep shit. <laughs> it's very easy to control. You just have to put consequences to actions on the table. That's it. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Team Vandy says the SEC finds teams. That's what I'd heard. I didn't, I, I didn't know. Whether it was true or not, I don't. But but now I've had multiple people say it, so maybe it has some credence. Um, part of this yeah. is on Duke's coach be two steps ahead if you don't like the storming. In in what way? Have them leave the court before the game is over? Fans are on the court before the game is over. Yeah. But, but but I will say even in, to that point because that was kind of what I was alluding to. A lot of the times, you know, we have seen, you know, Duke walk into the locker room before the game, um, and you know. They'll yeah, just, but we have we have when the game isn't a four point game and you have a chance to inbound. Yeah, that. yeah, but I mean it's four point game. Well, point eight. Well, it sure, it's likely point over, point but like you would hope that you could. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but yeah, I just yeah. you know that was kind of my only. I'm not putting blame on anyone, but um, you know. I yeah. don't think it's Flip's fault. It's not Flip's fault. You know, he's no. told to go play. You know, and go try to make a play. You know. Yeah, if you're storming the court, maybe just avoid the players. I don't know. Just like don't run into another human being when you're. No, that's. But like when no, dude, I, it, you've got to let the players leave first. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying if there are like if, even if you are able to storm the court early, like they were, just don't run into another human being. Just. I, yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, blaming that. Yeah. Look, when you're when you're in college and you just won a big game and you start running, man, you got stuff. You got stuff in your system. Tsunami. It's genuinely like a tsunami. You just start running, man. I tell you what, being it like when Duke beat UNC and you go out there and they're burning the benches and like shit is going crazy and everyone is running to the benches. 
I got my ass knocked down real hard, real hard on top yeah. of a big old pile of glass beer bottles. And it sucked. You know what this I mean? Kid, and, it's, and nobody drunk, was targeting me. Running. They're just running, man. They're just running. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. just like you're lost in the moment. And it's easy to like let it get the better of you and not think about consequences to your actions at that point. That's what security is supposed to be for. That's what administration is supposed to be there for. You know? My, my- my thing is also why does Steve Forbes call a timeout? Um, because no, you, you well, Duke, Duke didn't have any timeouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you know. Again, I read this on Twitter for whatever the hell that's worth. But like, I was uh, I read somewhere that they informed security, like, "Hey, these guys are going to rush the court," and. Maybe that's a reason, I don't know, um, to let let logistics be set up to give some time. It didn't work if that was the intent. Um, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't want – and Forbes also made comments after the game where he said he does not like court storming. Right, so, I mean, right. like, he's, he's giving a good classy answer. I like Steve Forbes. He's a good coach. Uh, he's a really good coach, actually. Um, good. Yeah, he's one of the better ones in the conference. So, uh, yeah – Look, more more to the point, I thought Duke more or less played well. We've got to figure out how to defend the perimeter more consistently, especially when players get off ball. Um, our freshmen off ball in particular, and obviously there was one very obvious one with Roach. Um, there's too much ball watching, um, and I don't really know what the solution is this late in the season for that, other than keep telling them not to. But there is a lot of ball watching um that takes place and i think that's why a lot of the three pointers look so wide open and you're going why why did they get that look and i posted, I posted a video of mccain just like abandoning salas to go you know help defend inside for some reason you know that, that had to be that had to be a game plan though because i don't think you do that willingly well, Roach, Roach looked back at McCain with the two arms, what are you doing, uh, you know, hands. And McCain definitely looked back at him and kind of did like a, you know, like, so there was a miscommunication maybe. Um, okay. Maybe he thought Roach was supposed to rotate, although I don't understand why he would think that in that moment. Um, you know, again, if you microanalyze it, individual plays then you know it gets it gets really hard to like suss out exactly what's happening but but i thought it was a good representative of our top priority defending today was not sticking a man on hunter salas at all times and that i think is pretty inexcusable so also also i think uh spatola said on our broadcast but i did i was thinking it too i thought honestly jerry mccain did a better job on hunter salas than Tyrese Proctor did. I was going to say, I don't know why he wasn't on him more, to be honest with you. I think that's true. And I think a lot of that had to do with Salas's strength. I think probably Proctor was on Salas because of his size advantage but versus yeah. McCain. But but Salas was getting inside pretty easily on him. Um, and I I don't know what Hunter Salas weighs. It's a pretty easy lookup. But he, he is definitely more... Um, uh, He's got more meat on his bones than Proctor does, probably. Would oh, be my, sure. my guess. Sure. Um, yeah, looking at it. Yeah, Proctor's 180. Salas is, I mean, it says Salas is 185. I don't, 
I don't think he's only got five more pounds than there's definitely a difference. Proctor may not there's be one either. Yeah, there's some yeah. funky, there's some funny math going on there, I think. But yeah, but McCain did better, I think, just because he's 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 stockier, right? He's got more build. Um yeah. McCain's problem is never on ball. McCain's problem is always off ball. Like, and that's yeah. a freshman thing. Freshmen lose players off ball and they ball watch them. That happens. I'm not I'm not faulting him for that, but um sure. But yeah, on ball, I did think McCain did a better job than Proctor today. But again, but that wasn't even the biggest issue. The biggest issue was he was open so much. Yeah, <laughs> like twelve of his points were four like wide open threes. You we know, were, we were we were focusing on stopping Carr in the paint rather than Hunter Salas, who was the first round pick. Rather than the first team All ACC first rounder who's having an insanely efficient offensive season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, Good that was plan. <laughs> that was weird to me, but uh, I mean, that, I definitely think there's a lot of positives. I mean, Proctor shot the ball really well today. Did. Uh, Duke shot the ball really well on the road, um, especially from the outside. I, I guess aside from Flip, um, but yeah, even you know the the stretch that McCain had, the sequence where he stopped Silas and pulled up in transition. I thought that was like going to be the the moments we pull away, but you know. Uh, Wake Forest responded with two buckets, straight buckets. So, you know, I thought there were good, a lot of positives. You know, the team play was swag today. You know, Wake Forest was just on another level offensively. Do you think that Duke, uh, this is like, it feels like a weird thing to think about because of the way that basketball is going uh, just in general. I feel like Duke fares a lot better against like more modern teams, more switch everything teams. It feels like our team is built to be a switch everything team. And then when we encounter teams that are more uh, like size oriented, more, um, you know, like hit you inside uh, oriented and we can't switch anymore, then we have to play like drop or, or some other different type of scheme in order to account for that. It feels like those are moments when, when Duke really starts to struggle or maybe, maybe I'm just using small sample size, here but like yeah I, I mean i think first i mean we've 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 won games where we could switch um and we also lost games where we could switch i mean pitt is a good example but then again mark yeah. we were missing mark mitchell the game we lost with pitt um the game we won we switched yeah. everything beat him by what 25 30 points um i definitely think you know wake force is a hard team to kind of pit against you know the normal team just because i feel like they're offensively they literally have everything like they have a wing who will score they have the guard play they have uh, shooters on the wing they have drop people who could get to the rim they have post players they have a big that can shoot like they really have everything offensively that you kind of need in college basketball so i don't think every team has that yeah, I just want like you know Arizona is obviously a team you defend and drop. Like UNC is obviously a team you defend and drop. Um, Wake isn't even necessarily like a drop coverage team because their big men can go out there, but you definitely cannot switch on them for sure because they were when we tried doing that, Carr would just get like Proctor or Roach on him, and then and then everything yeah. on the defensive side was completely blown up. Yeah, that, um, that will yeah. too. I mean, if you have if you have Sean in, and if you have Sean and Flip or Sean and Mark in, and it's and Ryan Young's not. If, if Ryan Young's out there, then it's 
you can't do any switching at all. You have to play drop the whole time. But I feel like, and that's why I didn't really get tonight why Sean wasn't playing as much as he thought he could have just based on us keeping guys in the perimeter wide open. I feel like on a running switch there would have helped a little bit in some capacity. He probably would have followed out, but it couldn't have hurt, right? I mean, Ryan Young played well today. No, like he, he did. He played, he played very well. Yeah, but I and again, I think that's a great indication of exactly what I'm talking about. Like, if they were more of a pure switch team, then that's definitely not something Ryan can handle. But in terms of holding his own against guys like Carr or Reed, uh, he's got the size. He doesn't lose guys off ball. He works really hard. Um, so he played really well. He just he got one or two sort of soft foul calls, and then one or two really not smart fouls that he committed. Obviously, but like. Uh, I thought he was really good. I I would have liked to see Sean more, but I do think that Sean is more of an asset in a, in like sort of a pure switch game. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know exactly how to suss that out, but I do think, especially in the second half when Foster's out, when Mitchell has like three, when Flip has four, when Ryan Young fouled out with like seven minutes left or whatever – just running a couple of minutes of size and like, I would have preferred seeing that versus seeing a, a flash of zone. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. The flash of zone is still wild to me. I mean, I, I get, I get, um, what's his name? Hill breath, um, is, is was struggling from three this year, but you know, this team was lights out today. They were shooting 62% from the field when, <laughs> when we went to zone, it wasn't like, you know, they were gonna all of a sudden start missing this team. This, they they were hitting everything tonight. What so. go to what's their box score? Can you go to their box score for a second for their game? The home stats. Uh, home stats. Yeah. Uh, scroll down because I can't see it. Yeah. Uh, fifty-two point nine percent from three. That that number was thirty-three percent at the half. You know that tells you how well they shot in the second half. And again, not to keep citing Connor O'Neill, but he was the one that pointed out. Uh, on Twitter to me that in the last five games before this wake had shot an average of 50% from three, you know, like they make shots at home. Like they just do. (laughs) They, they have all season, you know, like you can't, you can't try to flash things against them that will turn them into a team that has to make outside shots because they'll do it. They're super good at it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you ran, you ran into a, a bus saw today, but you know, um, I don't think I don't think it's in, like I said last episode. I don't think this game, you know, will change my mind on how I feel about this Duke team. Um, I think you know the upside is still there. And to be honest, I was very impressed with the offense today because it felt like today offense was that was an elite Duke offense. You know, I saw you know pretty much a bit of everything. Us kind of get where we wanted to. Um, and yeah, and I think you know going forward that that's something good to build off of. Even though the numbers say, you know, we were a great offense, we know we all watch Duke the whole year. Sometimes they have their lapses, you know, and, and it don't look like the best functioning offense. But tonight, you know, I thought they were great. Yeah, 12 of our 26 baskets were assisted. I, you'd like it to be like a scoonch more than that, but that's not bad at all. We did win the battle of the boards, which I think is really promising. Doubled their offensive rebound count. Again, promising. 11 turnovers. I mean, like if we just turn the ball over two fewer times, we win the game. I mean, I know that's like something that they could also say on the other side, but like right. I, it's, it's just one of those games that was so close throughout that 
little little bits and pieces. One play here, one play there, and then that's everything. So when you lose a game like that and you think on the whole you generally played pretty well, I don't know. I can't get too upset about it, especially when it's a good team. Um, and Mark Mitchell, somebody pointed out in the that Mark was like a minus 20 today or whatever. Uh, I just think those two early fouls shook him a little bit. Like you could tell yeah. on defense against Carr, he was he was trying to protect himself, um, and Carr was just bullying him as a result, um, which which is unfortunate. That goes back all the way to last year when we didn't have Mark for the Tennessee game. For a game like this, you really really need Mark. Yeah, like you absolutely. just really really need Mark, and to have Mark sort of playing at at a, a more cautious uh, bend tonight uh, today wasn't wasn't what we needed, but. Yeah. You know, uh, it is what it is. So question for y'all going forward before we get out of here. So now we uh, Duke lost this game, drops this game. UNC looks like they're going to win this game. You never know, though. But they, they look like they're going to win. Um, what are your thoughts going forward on, I guess, our ACC chances? Got to win out. I mean, it's going to be tough, but that's about the only way you're going to do it is win out and – uh, the only game left that really scares me is the NC State on the road game. Otherwise, I think we can we can accomplish that. But uh, going to NC State the game before hosting Carolina at home is uh, a recipe for something we've seen a lot of in the past when we go to NC State. So that's kind of my thoughts on <laughs> on what we need to do and hopefully uh, don't stumble there. Yeah, um, I don't think – UNC will lose again um, until potentially March 9th when they play us, right? Like I, when you look at their schedule, this is the game that they needed to lose. If, if we were going to have that, that buffer zone, it needed to be this one. I, I agree. I just don't think Virginia has, uh, I, don't, I don't think they have the juice uh, to win a game like this against a team as talented as UNC. Um, so if you win, uh, versus UNC, uh, and you went out, yeah, then you tie for the ACC regular season title. Frankly, I, I don't really care about that uh, health. You know, I, I would love to get to a point where we only lose one more game because I think if we only lose one more game, we make a deep run ACC tournament, don't lose anything dumb, then we're a three seed. And, you know, we're in pretty good shape um, as a result of that. I, I think my I think my thing more with winning the ACC regular season is can we get a higher seed than Carolina? We cannot. I don't think we can okay. anymore. Like unless we, maybe if we beat Carolina and Carolina loses another game. I mean Virginia's getting a little feisty here, maybe. Um, but Carolina has that huge win against Tennessee um, pre-conference play. They beat Oklahoma uh, pre-conference um, in a game that was technically not at home. Um, yeah, I just I think their wins out of conference, like their best two wins, I, I think are going to look better to people than our best two wins. Okay, so say say they lose today. If they lose today and we beat Carolina and we win out, including beating Carolina, then yeah, then I do think we are probably ahead again, assuming that we don't uh, phone in a game in the ACC tournament. Yeah, uh, I think that's probably fair. Um, but again, yeah, it, would, maybe, it would, it would definitely, well, like, let me, you, you look for, 
you say you start maybe wrapping up for two seconds, and I want to look at. Uh, I want to look at. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like you know, if we're gonna win the regular season tournament, and obviously, I think the, uh, the ACC tournament because what what we've seen the past couple of years, the ACC tournament hasn't been the all say all be all. Even if you win it, even if you get to the finals, they don't really factor it in really into the ultimate seeding. Which is kind of why I want to win the regular finals. They don't, and the semifinals maybe also not. But if you lose early, they do factor it in, right? Like they just they just start locking teams into seed lines by like Saturday. So then, like whatever happens Saturday or like late Friday, they clearly just don't give a shit about, which is insane, Mm -hmm. obviously, but seems to be the case. But if you lose like Wednesday or Thursday, I think they I think they take notice. Okay, you find this that. Uh, UN, yeah, UNC strength of resume, uh, rank right now is eighth and ours is 11th, but it does not yet include the loss that we took today. Um, if UNC loses today, it'd be close. I think more likely than not, actually, we would probably end up with the same seed maybe if we went out and beat UNC. So we'd both be threes. Uh, if we went out and we beat UNC, I mean, I guess it depends what happens with the other teams, but like, I, I don't think if we went out at two is completely impossible. I think it's just unlikely, but I don't think it's completely impossible, but I, I just don't think a win out is, um, something that we should bank on. I think like losing one more game, it feels. I'm banking on it. <laughs> well, I, I, th- I told you Wake was the only one that I thought we, we I think we'll be NC State I, I do truly think we'll be NC State on the road and the rest of the games hope I don't, so. Virginia sorry. Virginia doesn't scare me because we can shoot the ball from the perimeter this year so um, I agree that, that's typically the way to deflate them uh, oh, UNC is deflating them right now yeah uh, then who else is the, the, the other two uh, there's Louisville, Louisville, uh, w. yeah, Louisville, Virginia, Louisville, Virginia, NC State, UNC. That's all we got. Okay, then UNC, obviously, that's that's the big one where it's somewhat of a toss up. But I'm very confident we will win that game at home. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I see four and zero. I see four and zero. Yeah, I mean, like. Boy, oh boy, if we had just won today, man, my goodness, that would have really helped. Bart Bart Torvik in his tourney cast has, like, in his S-curve, like, Duke 7th and UNC ninth today. Again, not including the loss that we just took. Like I said, man, if, if he has us there, if we just beat UNC and we went out, I don't know, man. Like, the Marquettes and the Creightons and the Alabamas and the and even like the Tennessees, they, they're vulnerable. They can drop a dumb game here or there. This is just the yeah. part of the year where you have like if you just keep winning, then good things happen. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, as UNC starts to separate from Virginia, um, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But, um, Virginia just can't make baskets. And now Ryan Dunn's got three fouls. Yeah, forget it. This game is a lock. This is lock city. Bet your mortgage on UNC winning this game. I hope I hope I hope we can come back to that and clip that. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't think it's gonna work this time. Oh yeah. But, yeah. I know. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, genuinely bet your mortgage. <laughs> you would see what he- <laughs> <laughs> 11 11 point lead against virginia is like a 30 point lead against a different team you know what i mean yeah but anyway. well, yeah i think you know unless if y'all good unless y'all got anything else no, i got nothing else health yeah. health 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 please with the health um y'all going to, y'all going to church tomorrow pray pray for you know, i pray for flipping uh caleb foster indeed indeed but yeah, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, we'll probably be back. Well, what's the next next to our home? Maybe Virginia. I don't think we need a discourse after Louisville, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll play it by ear and let you guys know. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and go Duke. We'll catch y'all next time. Go Duke.